Welcome to the No Int, No Wiz podcast. Look, I know that the decisions they made were bad ones, but that doesn't mean you get to dog on them in the intro. No Int, No Wiz. Just say the name of the show, please. Fine. Welcome to the High End Low Wiz Podcast, where the smartest people you've ever met are the dumbest people you've ever known. Hey, everyone. Uh, Just a quick programming note. Uh, As discussed in more detail at the beginning of episode two, we at High End Low Wiz condemn sexual assault, and we will be switching systems from Dungeon World to Quest World at the end of the first story arc, so the beginning of the second story arc. Thank you for sticking with us during this transition, and we can't wait to jump into the new rule set with y'all. Hi, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the High Int Low Wiz podcast, uh, where that's not just a name. I am, once again, the conductor of this train wreck, Nick Davis, they, them pronouns. Everyone want to go around and introduce yourselves real quick? Hi, I'm Alice, she, her, and I play the bunny folk slayer, Lorelai Nix. Hi, I'm Mike Sayre, he, him, and I play the gator-born shaman, Taku. Hi, I'm Dean Howe. He, him. I play Rosmo Kilcarian, the dwarf turncloak. Hi, my name's Anna. Pronouns they, them. I play Daphne Cinderhoof, the satyr arsonist. Hello, everyone. I'm Benny Arndt. Pronouns are he, him. I play Emish Eamon Hornigold, the quarter leprechaun Olympian. A little bit of recap from our last episode. Uh, our players used various methods to infiltrate the Astral Plaza Casino to steal a box from Jasper. One group using nefarious distractions, the other using other slightly less scrupulous distractions. Uh, the party managed to rally up on the second floor after Taku found a guy who was just being worked over for counting cards. The second floor, as it turned out, was nothing but cubicles and enforcers. Um, the party managed to business bluff their way all the way across the second floor. On arrival on the third floor, the party decided to resuscitate their new friend and interrogated him for layout to the uh, the back offices, specifically where Jasper's office would be hidden. It wasn't hidden at all. You guys actually just immediately found it. And that catches us up to approximately where we are now. You guys just opened the door to Jasper's office. Jasper uh, is built roughly like Rosmo, maybe a little bit slimmer and a slightly cheaper suit, uh, but slightly better for wear. He sits in a very nice leather chair behind a huge desk, overly, like, I would call it compensatingly large, uh, with a black and white magic hat sprawled across his lap. So it is a gigantic desk, a small man with a cat on his lap sitting high above the desk, there are uh, lights all the way around the room, wood paneling. There is uh, There's a, a big bookcase right behind him and small end tables on the sides of the room. It's basically like a mid-level manager's office. Just imagine that phrase and what immediately comes to mind is what you guys are looking at. Are all the books fake then? If this is like just mid-level manager or... They're real books. They're just not good ones. It's like how to win friends and influence people. It's it's more like how to buy friends and like maybe get them to back you up in an argument once in a while. That's just sad. Big bad evil guys for dummies. Uh, like I said, he is a he's a mid-level manager for the mob. He is not... He ain't hot shit. He is lukewarm diarrhea at best. <laughs> As the uh, as the door opens, uh, he lays eyes on you guys and just kind of leans back in his chair and just kind of, all right, this is uh, this is fun. What do you want? You got a thing we want, and we're gonna take it and we're gonna leave. I got a lot of things that a lot of people want. Uh, you're gonna need to be a little bit more specific than that. I want the thing I definitely didn't forget from the last episode. Goodness, I thought it was just me who forgot why we were here. <laughs> I got so distracted just 
that this whole everything Lorelai's just gesturing. Is this happening out loud? Yes. <laughs> yes I completely forgot what we're here for. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's something uh, like a box. I don't a know. box I, or a barrel or a book. It started with a B, I think. First we were playing cards, then there was that fun what's behind door number X game we were playing. That was my favorite. That was such a great game. Book or uh, box or a Seriously, none of you remember. Barrel. I, I, I didn't know that we I had algebra. We're here for Shay's box. Everyone, Oh, like, uh, hold on. Gator Man. Gator Man. This is important. Do we actually have algebraic doors downstairs? It, are, is there a door number X downstairs? Because if there is, I need that room burned down immediately. I'm going to go with yes. Son of a bitch, they're back. It doesn't matter. Doesn't Not matter, the doesn't polynomial matter. gang. I hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quadratic free zone. Oh, God. I got to be honest with you. I was just here to lend Lorelai and Rosmo my wisdom and muscles. I I really wasn't even paying attention to why we came here in the first place. It's not really my thing. I'm not a details kind of gator. How in the hell did I get put in charge of this game? I don't get that vibe from you. That's true. Yeah. So you need something that starts with a B, a box or a book or a barrel or a bungee. I don't know. What the fuck do you want from me? Uh, it belongs to Shady Shay, or it soon will. I forgot which. We're here to get Shay's box. Yeah, definitely Shay's box. That's the thing. Box. Get a box. What's in the box? I don't care. I need to know. It is consuming my every waking moment. Just curiosity. Jasper, box, we leave. Mm. Let's go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That brings us to a point of some contention. I have this box. It's mine, fair and square. Used to be hers, but it's mine now. Well, it's a box, so, it's always square. Not specifically true. That's not specifically true. There are round boxes. Because there's also it doesn't matter. It has. I had an octagonal box. box once. It was really cool. Ooh, there you didn't go. <laughs> I didn't think this this would become so mathematical as a conversation, <laughs> but here we are. We just here we fucking are. love just math. The uh, cat looks up and just goes, squares. I will have hush, hush. Anyways, where is it? Now, this is this is where it gets a little wibbly for me because it's it's rightfully mine. I, I it's mine now. Does she? Yeah, want but there's a lot the, of us and only one of you. So, hey, give us the box. There's also a lot of my enforcers downstairs, and if they don't see me walk down with you, they'll be more likely to kick your ass than not. So you're assuming we have to walk down to get out. I mean, there's windows. I mean, probably like six less than you think. Yeah, I mean, that's we can a just very jump out specific a window. We don't have to walk downstairs. They're also a little busy, I think, maybe. What with the fire and all? Yeah, and the I'm chandelier sorry, on the ground. Fine. That's, that's um, a chandelier I, fire. Those happen three times a week. Uh, we can't on, on the ground? I didn't know chandeliers crashed to the ground that often. Apparently wow. they buy their chandeliers from Crazy Eddie's discount chandeliers. I didn't think oh, anybody shot there. Did you know Crazy Eddie, Eddie too? He's great, Shit, yeah, I honestly. Didn't, I didn't know you guys knew him. It's That's great. That's where I met Pipesy, shopping at Crazy Eddie's discount chandeliers. Did, did Pipesy just join you from there on out? I, I, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think it matters. Crazy Eddie's discount tiny deities. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Crazy Eddie discounts everything. You know how, like, you go to a gas station and sometimes there's, like, a, a taco shop in there? It's like there's the uh, the Deity Emporium inside of Crazy Eddie's chandelier there shop. There you go. I like Station that. deities. So, you want the box back, and that's sub-ideal, but workable. Cool. What other specifics were you given? Is it the box and its contents, or just the box? I'm going to say the box and its contents. That's, that sounds correct. And then mm. beyond that, it was just get the box back. Don't don't look inside. Don't ask what it is. Don't murder innocent people. Mm -hmm. But we do have just carte blanche to fucking go to town and you and y'all. Mm. Uh, we're, uh, we're not supposed to mess with the customers. The yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're good yeah. people. Yeah. But so, no, they're not. They are not. Rosmo, just because you suck and you frequent here as a customer that, doesn't mean that everyone else does. I don't think you I have mean, room to say that. No, no, no. Playing, playing to his, his point there, most of our clientele are pretty shitty. Like, it's it's not a... I'm getting less of a reason not a high to not burn this place joint. to the ground. Oh, no, Dad. Seriously, I collect on the insurance. That's fine if you want to do that. That's you have actual great. insurance on this place? It is a death trap. 
How did yes. you get this place insured? Don't worry about who we bribed. That's yeah, just... Apparently don't. you have regular chandelier fires. Who insures this part of town? Look, Crazy Eddie does a lot of things, okay? <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I forgot he had an insurance policy. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can give you the box, and you can this be This isn't a way. riddle from ancient times. We want the box and its contents. That's not going to work This isn't like a, I have to keep a secret. I can't tell anybody, so I'll whisper it to a fence scenario. This is, I want the box and the thing inside. It's pretty simple. Yeah, Amish is going to just walk over to the bookshelf and just start, like, fingering books off the shelf, <laughs> like, one at a time. He doesn't care about those books. can't even read. Oh, oh. I'm going to follow, Daphne's going to follow behind and every book that Emish throws, she's slightly, touches, she touches it so it catches on fire. She's please, following please, it. Oh, oh, please don't, oh, please don't oh, do that. Please don't do, please don't do that. Please stop doing that. I mean, you can just give us the box with its contents and they'll stop. That's a, that's a problem for me. I, I don't care about your problems. I just I I don't think any of us care about your problems. We just want the box. Uh, I mean, also you said you said we want the box back, right? Which means that you took it, which it wasn't yours in the first fucking place. I so, acquired it. Well, we're going to reacquire it in the opposite direction. Oh, the repo <laughs> man! I've done that before. Yeah, you're probably pretty familiar with that play, aren't you, Rosmo? Oh, uh, you like you've not been a repo man once or twice, Jasper. What are you even doing here? I'm not saying I haven't. I'm running a fairly legitimate business for the boss. That's a very generous statement. Barely legitimate. So he is actively putting out the small book fires right now, just patting them out. It's like, I know they're not good books. You don't have to set them on Jasper, do you mind if I take my pocket knife and start, like, carving little dicks on your desk? I'm not going to wait for you to answer. (laughs) I would mind that, yes, very much. Lorelai is going to just start trying to, like, to, you know, the magic hat and just tempt it on over. (laughs) Me, little guy. (laughs) The cat kind of, like... Are, are, are you like hand gesturing or what are you what are you doing? Yeah, because clearly now we're just taking over his office and we're going to bully <laughs> yes, him to giving us are, what we yeah. want. I'm just going to like you as a party are doing to him what you the players as a party are doing to me. Yes, yes always happening. Uh, strong. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to reach out my hand and just kind of do the pss, 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 and offer like chin scratches. Your little guy. He immediately like the the cat like throws himself onto his back and starts wrestling with your hand. Oh, wrestle hands. Ah, I am international wrestle hands champion. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. What weight class do you fight in? <laughs> Jokes on you. Weight classes are fake. And I'm just like playing with this cat to spin him up. I I go up to Lorelei and and uh and like almost like she did to the cat and I, and I reach into my pouch and I pull out one of my uh, magic cat treats which I always carry on me that, that I make myself here g- give them one of these horrible things yeah, it's it's everything you don't want to eat and take that and ferment it and pickle it and and then compress it and and it, that's it, they love them the cat is already mauling your hand to get it Lorelai ah, fuck <laughs> the cube give yeah, all right. give the cube give <laughs> Yeah, Lorelai is going to just, like, start tempting this cat away with the bits of treat. Okay, it will follow. Excellent. I'm stealing his cat. And I'm going to start peeing on his desk. I just, like, <sighs> lift the kilt and start peeing on his desk. And I'm I'm not, like, in view, you know, but I, uh, my head is, and I'm just uncomfortably maintaining eye contact with Jasper. And then I start speaking, and I, 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 say, to, <laughs> I say to him, Now, of the destruction we have to offer you, this is as good as it's going to get, and it's never going to be any better than this. So maybe you just give us the box and we can stop I, here. Just for funsies, just roll an up and down uh, 2d6 for me. Uh, six flat. Six flat. That will be uh, that will be a failure. He does see you just pissing all over his desk for sure. Um, does he have a window in his office? Uh, he does, yes. Does it have blinds or curtains? It, it would have curtains, yes. Oh, I set them on fire. <laughs> Correction, it had curtains. It did have them. <laughs> While this is happening, I'm going to scoop up this little magic hat and just kind of like cradle it and rub its little tummy. Bearing in mind that these are exceptionally large cats. Like this is, it's mm, not like a fine. little kitty. It's like a 25 pound enormo cat. One. Yes. All cats are kitties. Ooh, They're perfect. all itty bitty little kitten babies. Two. Two. Lorelai is like six foot something. 
Like, she's a big lady. I'm not saying you can't scoop the cat up. I'm just setting a clear expectation of the size of this motherfucker. Yeah, and <laughs> Lorelai's got it, like, curled up in as small of a ball as physically possible cool. for this kitty. Um, cool, cool, cool. And I'm going to steal this guy's cat. Perfect. That's great. Taku, are you doing anything to uh, aid and abet these fools, or are you just uh, just chilling? <laughs> just watching? Chaos. Just enjoying the ride, you know? Cool. Great. Great. Awesome. Great. Just like surveying and looking around going, uh-huh. yeah, this is about right. All right. So <laughs> no flaws detected. Uh huh. Jasper reaches into his uh, coat pocket and he pulls out a hand crossbow and he goes, okay, you're going to stop setting shit on fire. I'm going to shoot one of you. It's easy as that. Violence is rarely the answer. In this Ooh. case, it's going to get time, my office to not be on fire for a second. So Almost certainly not the case. You would only think that if you had never met this group of people before. Ooh. As he demands that we start putting out the fires, I will turn my pea stream and put out one of the books that was on fire, as if I'm complying. Incredible. <laughs> He's going to shoot you. Yeah, that's that's fine. I'm helping. Oh, he asked for that. That's fine. You're going to take four damage when he shoots you. Okay. He immediately puts another bolt on the crossbow. Okay, we're we're done pissing on my office. We're done setting my office on fire. Let's just get out the door right before I have to shoot another oh, one. Of you. No, we're in combat now. You hit Emish. Uh, Daphne's one to <laughs> hit him with yeah. fire. <laughs> you just hit. You just. You just hit Emish. You just hit Emish. <laughs> yeah, no, this yeah, is yeah. a boring conversation, anyways. No, it's perfect. Uh, I'm gonna roll for always prepared. Yep, and I'm gonna roll to set something on fire. <laughs> of course. I think Jasper, but yeah. I look at the bolt okay. too, and I'm just like, "Fuck you!" I was complying. <laughs> You're rolling for uh, readiness. Yeah, I rolled a a ten, so I gain three readiness, um, which I can use for Monster Hunter to uh, uh-huh. do all sorts of fun things. As we all know, the most dangerous monster is man. Or rabbit. I'm pretty sure it's the T-Rex. The T-Rex is pretty dangerous <laughs> game. I wouldn't fight one. No. I would lose to one, for sure. I would not fight. They're pretty dangerous, except in a swimming contest. Yeah, I mean, how deep is the, the pool? Because they could probably just walk walk through it. I was talking like land before time deep. But... <laughs> uh, Anna, what is, uh, is Daphne going to set on fire? Jasper. What are you going to use to do that? Uh, ignition. I will uh, plus it to see if I hit first. This is what I meant earlier about how it wouldn't help with the fire problem. This was about no. as polite as we were going to be. <laughs> oh, um, eight plus three. That's an 11. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And I get to roll damage. Hold on. Oh, uh-huh. D6. A D6 plus one because Phoenix born. Oh, that's a five plus a one. That's a six fire damage. You have oh. to re-roll damage and take the better oh, yeah. one. Yeah, can I can I get that flat six? No, but it's, it's less. I'll take that first one. Um, okay. <laughs> also, anything that he's wearing that is flammable, so all of his clothing catches on fire. Uh, he's got an overcoat that definitely bursts into flames. Perfect. Let me give me just a second yeah, here. Went on fire so fast, definitely off the rack. Chock full of polyester. That's embarrassingly bad tailoring. Uh, so Would you suit. like me to piss on your coat, or you're gonna shoot me again? This is just flavor, but my passive playing with matches. You can manipulate small flames. As I do this, all the flames around him just turn into middle fingers. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Fuck you. Perfect. That's hilarious. This lady's the best. Daphne does not take people hitting Emish well. <laughs> Next time we're run out of town by a group of firefighters, remind me to steal a couple of those asbestos jackets. I feel like I feel like that would be a good investment. Yeah, nothing will go wrong. All right, make sure you uh, mark off your mana. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, just shift the cat and then take my harpoon gun and I'm gonna uh, volley. I'm gonna shoot the motherfucker <laughs> with uh, my chained harpoon. Okay. Did. Did we ever verify where the box was or like which of the several boxes in this room? Because I feel like he's not going to tell us now. We did jump to murder. I say this as <laughs> she's firing yes, absolutely. Absolutely. to be clear. I'm not trying to stop what's Oh, happening. no. Why would you? <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna ask a, a dumb question real quick. Your whole, are, I mean, first off is, are, are you are you right-handed or left-handed, Lorelai? I guess the important question is, which hand are you holding the cat in and which hand are you holding the harpoon gun in? Because one of those, you will you will lose score for being able to fire with. I, I've got the cat in my off hand. You know, he's okay. kind of like in my. I think Lorelai's probably a righty, so you know, got okay. little cat who I haven't asked his name yet. Does he have like a little tag on or anything? He does not. Okay. Well, I'm gonna shift him to one side and then just take my harpoon gun and fire. 
They rolled a seven. It's going to be a mixed success on that volley. Mixed success. Yeah, I have to uh, do, do, do see. I roll a one d eight, and I have two attachments to my very sweet harpoon gun. One packs a punch at plus one piercing damage, and then chain. I have a retractable chain attached to my ammunition, which adds the grapple and get over here tags. Oh, God. Oh, 1d8. <laughs> Are you using the chain feature? Yes. Oh, yeah. Now, on a mixed success with volley, mm-hmm. uh, you either have to move to get the shot, placing you in a danger of the, G- the GM's choice. You have to take what you can get, uh, 1d6 damage. Or you have to take several shots, reducing your ammo by one. Since you only have the one harpoon, I would say that one is out of out of the the running. Okay. So you either have to move to get the shot, placing yourself in danger, or you take what you can get and you're going to roll a d6 instead of a d8 for damage. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll place myself in danger. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you have to kind of maneuver around the room to uh, to get the shot. And uh, as you do, the cat starts scrambling and kicks the bookcase behind you. And it starts to fall over on you as you take your shot. So go ahead and deal damage. Yeah, uh, I rolled eight. So I rolled my oh, max dammies plus one. So he's going to take nine owie, piercing damage. Owie, 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 owie. You're welcome. <laughs> Ow. All right. Uh, can can uh, I intervene to shield the uh, other? I, I, I'm, I'm thinking I can see the bookcase starting to come down. Yep. And I'll just like scramble up Lorelei and stand on her shoulders and catch it. As it as it comes down and just like He Man hold it up. So I've got a cat trying to get out of my ar- one of my arms. I have a little guy climbing up my back as I'm firing a harpoon gun at him. Fuck yeah! It's cool. Yeah, you're a tough lady. It's fine. <laughs> I got this. I'll tell you what. Let's call this uh, a, uh, two separate defy danger rolls. The first one will be a, a dexterity roll to climb up. Lorelei. The second will be a strength one to hold the bookcase up and keep her from taking any damage from it. Does that sound fair? That's a seven on the dexterity. Okay, so that's a mixed success. And a ten on the... uh, It was strength, yes? Yes. To maintain, yeah. So ten on the strength. Alright, so on the first mixed success, uh, you get what you want... Let's see. You stumble, hesitate, or flinch. I will offer you a worse outcome, a hard bargain, or an ugly choice. Um, Does Daphne drop the grappling gun or the cat? <gasps> or, excuse me, uh, Lorelai. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the offer. If you're if you're going to climb up on a seven, you're either going to kick the cat out of her hand or kick her harpoon gun out of her hand. Um, uh, this I, is I, the I, most impossible choice. Yeah, this is literally I, Sophie's choice. Hamish cannot kick a cat. No, he loves cats. But Lorelai will be devastated if Emish kicks her gun. Yeah, but Emish likes you less than magic cats. And also, this is for the sake of protecting you. So, he is he wrong? Probably. Can he justify it to himself and his own feelings? Yes. So he will kick the gun. <laughs> All right. So you kind of scramble up, uh, up like the backwards bend in the leg. You bounce off of that. And as you're bouncing up to her shoulder, you kind of spring off of something that looks really solid and wooden handled. And it turns out to be her harpoon gun, which you kick out of her hand. And it, it it's now about five feet away from you. You do land on her shoulders and catch the edge of the, uh, of the uh, bookcase as it's coming down, though. You keep that from landing on any of the three of you. Don't worry, I got you. Everything's fine. For the rest of forever, we no longer refer to these as Sophie's choices. We refer to them as Emish's choices. <laughs> Literally Emish's choice. <laughs> the film version Emish will be played by Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> when we make this show into a movie, we need to get Meryl Streep to play Emish. <laughs> so many comments about her large shillelagh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one else who could play the role. Honestly, so much power there. So much power. Okay, so Jasper is a little bit on fire and has a little bit of a harpoon through him. How's that How's that going for him? <laughs> he's not super happy, and uh, I think at this point, he's probably going to shoot at Lorelai. Cool. Um, I am going to use uh, Know Their Thoughts. I'm going to spend a readiness. You may ask the GM, what is the opponent's next move? 
Which, to be fair, you've already answered. He's going to shoot at me. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was in question. I may act immediately to counter them or defend an ally, and I take plus one forward on that roll. Bearing in mind that you have, uh, you have Emish currently on your shoulders holding a bookcase. So anything that you do, you're going to need to defy danger to get out to do it. Gotta be careful. The mixed success here is going to be, do you block the shot with Emish or the cat? Like, oh it's going to be a real Emish's choice. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> My first thought was for Lorelai to use the cat as a shield because this guy's not going to shoot his cat, right? Jasper will absolutely shoot his cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't do it. If he's anything like Ron, I mean, I would. Yeah. Bear in mind that I don't have to roll to hit either. I, I get to just hit you. I think um, the defy danger that I'm going to propose is that I'm going to like kind of pop a squat and use my, you know, my thick rabbit thighs to just sort of like push up to help Emish push the, uh, like basically like push the uh, bookcase back and hopefully with enough force to like knock it over and cause more chaos. I will say that since a 25 pound cat was able to knock it towards you, yeah, it won't take much to restabilize. Is it? Cool. It's probably awesome. like a cheap IKEA bookcase. Nothing this it man is. has is nice. That's, that's literally what I was picturing. So, defy danger it varies based on stats. Based on what, what you're trying stat? to do with it, I think this is. Um, I, I would say the way that you described it is probably a dexterity based thing. Okay. Trying to cool. push off rather than trying to yeah. strength push. Yeah, and just kind of like build some momentum to uh, escape this yeah. uh, crossbow bolt. So we can't lose. We're currently defending womanhood, cats, and knowledge. So this should work just fine. That was an eight plus a one nine plus a one ten. Kind of advanced mathematics you could expect from this show. Okay, that's a full success. That readiness saved the day. I don't have to have a cat die. On a ten plus, you do what you set out to do, and the threat does not come to bear. So you kind of. As he as he pulls his crossbow out to shoot at you, you drop down real low real quick, and the crossbow bolt just kind of sails right under Emish's arm as he's still holding the, the uh, bookcase up. And then you pop back up, and Emish is still hanging on to the top of the bookcase. And I, I think at this point, the bookcase is standing, and you are about a foot and a half in front of it, and Emish is still just hanging there feels so tall. There's uh, a couple options here because uh, Taku has not done anything in combat yet and Rosmo has not done anything in combat yet. So you have seen uh, now that Emish is hanging on the front of a bookcase. Lorelai is kind of behind the desk area. Gun not in hand, but cat in hand. Uh, what's, uh, what's going on? What are y'all planning? I don't know why you think I'm not doing anything in this combat. I clearly have my tin of Crazy Eddie's popping corn that <laughs> Pipesy is currently helping me. He's vibing. Brilliant. He's bringing good vibes to the fight. He's adding the feng shui to our success. Yeah, yeah. Like, existing. <laughs> the, the Jiffy Pop, like, foil bag. I think that's what Crazy Eddie's popping corn is, yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a foil of, uh, of, of Jiffy Pop, more or less. <laughs> Eddie Pop. Eddie Pop. It's, it sounds like a failed rock star. <laughs> like the eighties. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> oh, it's me, Eddie Pop. I'm I'm just picturing the halfway point between uh Eddie Money and Eggy Pop. Yeah. Oh. Those two huh. halfways should not meet. No, they should mm-hmm. not. We really thought this was going to be a great cover band, but here we are. <laughs> now we all have to live with this choice. Yeah, this is the world that we have created together. Is uh, Jasper still got a harpoon stuck in him? Like in his chest or his gut or something? A little bit, yeah. It's, I, I like, I feel like it kind of, it kind of like, it mostly grazed him. It is in his clothes fully, but it, it's like just a flesh wound on him. I did, He's just, I did nine dammies with dammies. that and it just grazed him. It's stuck in Look, there. It's in the meat, right? I, mean, I have stuck, to, I have yeah. to, I, he is connected to the gun okay. if that makes you feel any yes, better. Yes, it does. Thank it's you. It's just by his clothes. If this were like a, like a, a Tyrannosaurus, I would say that, yeah, you could shoot it and have the harpoon just be sticking out of it. And I wouldn't feel bad narrating that. I don't like the idea of narrating this poor dwarf with a harpoon sticking out of his chest. Howard. Well, he's not poor. He's just cheap. It's different. There's he owns a, different... a casino. Poor is definitionally the one <laughs> thing he is. Only an idiot could fail running a casino. Valid point. So he is still attached. He's harpooned, and 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 the chain is there. So he's still attached to the gun. So from the bookshelf, Emish is going to be like, 
Rosmo, you gotta, you gotta get the grapple gun. He's gonna, he's gonna steal it. Don't take my gun. I want to pick up the chain and just pull him over towards us. Fuck yeah, I love that. Let's see, how do we want to resolve this? Jasper, I sense we've grown distant. I think we need to remedy this. God damn it. Um, mm, mm-hmm. um I mean, I, I feel like this is just an an over-under strength check. Maybe a, a, an act, a defy danger roll. You're not acting despite an imminent threat. Well, I guess it depends on how you want to, like, do it. If you want to grab the gun and use, like, the fishing reel mechanic... It's a retractable chain. Yeah, but I'm not doing that. I'm just... I would say let's just call this a, a strength roll then. Uh, just 2d6 plus your strength mod. More like he's trying to apply danger than defy danger. Maybe we just invented a new a new role for this party that apply danger. <laughs> when in doubt, apply, apply danger. Apply danger. Well, it didn't work. But you added danger. <laughs> That's just a, I'm going to tell you right now I failed. What did you roll? I, picked up, I don't know, but I have butterfingers, probably. How <laughs> bad was it? It was bad. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, I'd like to hear about did it. Did you roll snake eyes? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, like, I'm dice shy. I don't want to share. That one. Actually, it wasn't two. It was three. He got three ones. Three that sounds ones? about right. <laughs> Rosmo picks up the chain and he, like, delivers that ice cold line and uh, yanks on the chain and like Jasper is able to just get his arm wrapped around the chain and he pulls you forward and just pulls you flat onto the ground. Um, I'm going to say that he manages to kind of whip the chain uh, that you're holding onto and you're going to take four damage from that. Um, Stop breaking my gun! Your gun sucks. You take that back. Tanash Wayne has never done anything wrong in her entire life. All you do is drop her and have bookcases fall on you again. First Jasper, then you, Rosmo. You're going (laughs) down. (laughs) He's trying to remove the harpoon from his coat right now. Um, So you guys have a second to come up with what your next move is going to be. I would actually like to start uh, weaving a minor little rote into uh, my preparation of my popping corn uh, using the popping of the kernels and the direction in which they pop to try and guide me towards the correct box. Oh my god. You're just like, they'll handle the fighting part, I'll handle the box part. I love that. Is that like a defining rod or like reading the entrails or? He takes out like a red vine and he just wiggles it around and it'll point in the right direction. Popcorn medium. All right. um, I mean, you roll your thing for that. So do your thing. Uh, So a symbol of the elements. And as we all know, uh, popping corn is an element appears before you and gestures towards the direction or course of action. The spirits would have you take then disappears. This message is through gestures only your communication through the spell is severely limited. And of course, my good buddy Pipesy uh, is involved in this endeavor. So here comes my, this is a rote, but it'll still use a cast a spell roll. Correct? Yes. Nice. Uh, so that is a 10. Ooh. Nice. So it's just successfully cast, and I don't forget it, but it was a rote, so I wouldn't have forgotten it anyways. So as you, uh, as the, the, the corn is popping, Pipesy leaves the tip of your pipe and flies over to join the, the small flames that are still on Jasper's jacket, and just kind of, Pipesy is drawing a circle with the, the flames, basically playing chase around uh, one of the one of the pockets inside Jasper's coat. Excellent. That uh, give you what you were looking for there? It certainly did. Okay. Uh, let's go back around to Daphne. What are you doing? Um, I think I'm probably going to set that man on fire. He's a little bit on I fire. Mean, he could be more on fire. All of my spells, all, all of my spells are fire, and I oh, have. Yeah. And if you remember, at the end, the last time I used them, when I I got them fully renewed, and I've only used mm-hmm. one, so I've got two more fire bursts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just set the man on fire. When when I see what's happening, can I can I just like real quick be like, Daffy, he's got the box in his jacket. Don't burn too much of him. I'll aim for his head. I was going to say feet, but that works too, I suppose. Perfect. <laughs> Daphne is out of balance and a danger to themselves and others. I will help them. So that is another eight plus three. Uh, <laughs> Let me roll my damage. Yes. Yeah. 
Three plus one, so four, four fire damage to the dome. <laughs> you you kind of point a finger gun at him and squeeze off a fire round. And honestly, it looks like he just got punched in the face. He just kind of reels back and there's this big scorch mark and missing hair in his beard. And it smells terrible in the room now. So Perfect. great job there. So I, I have a question. What is your question? So, like, I'm trying to think of what a mob boss would, like, fear most, right? The IRS, I believe. I was, Yes, the IRS. So, I've already demonstrated a, just a knack for, um, let's say, channeling the energy... Bureaucracy. Of bureaucracy, exactly. And I have an ability called Tools of the Trade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if maybe, say, like... An IRS audit letter would perhaps count as uh, monster hunting tools. I just want to be clear. Your game plan for being in the middle of the fight is to serve him paper? (laughs) Paper from the tax authorities, yes. While he's currently on fire. Yeah. I I can't think of a world in which that would be a monster hunting supply that you would have on you. Yeah. To to be fair, nothing is more monstrous than people who who dodge taxes. That. (laughs) Nothing is worse than a libertarian. It's true. I mean, so we're we're really just setting the pace for our politics (laughs) on this podcast right out of the game. I believe in the importance of civic cooperation and paying your fair share. It should be noted that Taku has never paid taxes and has used taxation as theft to get out of a few <laughs> sticky incidents before. So, what the heck are taxes? Alice, I will let you roll to tools of the trade for Lorelei on this. Okay, excellent. Um, and I am going to spend a readiness. Uh, okay, to to bump that roll by one. Roll snake eyes, roll snake eyes, roll snake eyes. Oh, no, it's just to find their expectations. Take the 10 plus result on the tools of the trade roll. I don't have to roll for it. I just spend readiness. Yay. So I'm down to one of three readiness. Um, And I pull out just the thing right now. So moving the cat around. More like monster hunter, taxmancer. Taxmancer. As you are as you are holding this cat, you manage to pull out a uh, a letter from the... Uh, from. Oh god, I, I'm gonna need to name the the tax taking branch of the government for this kingdom at some point. Do you not have that prepared? No. Did you not plan the taxation agency? Why the, the fuck would I plan for that? Like, when do you deal with taxes in a fantasy game? What if they just were the taxmancers? The taxmancers. Taxmancers, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You pull. You pull out a letter from the taxmancers. Um, and like it has a very distinct seal on the the front of it. Uh, oh God, guys, what does the seal on the uh, on the letter from the taxamancers look like? The trademark insignia. <laughs> Just a picture of a hand flipping you the bird, and another hand with a huh. pile of money in it. Jimmy, Gra- <laughs> yeah. open grabby palms. I think it's like the middle finger, but then there's like the dollar S is through it, Coiled like wrapped through it. on exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I like that. All right, so you pull out a letter from the taximancers, mm-hmm. as improbable as that seems, um, and you slap it down on Jasper's desk. And I is wet, recently urinated on desk. So there's actually a bit of a splashing noise. Exactly, his piss-soaked, dick-carved <laughs> desk. Or like, kind of just like winces, but then just like doubles down. Mm, don't stop splashing, please. I'm gonna say that you can use this to make a parlay roll to try and try and manipulate him, but you are going to need to succeed more than once consecutively to get it to actually work for him to stop being actively hostile towards you. So. It's not necessarily that I'm trying to stop the fight. I'm trying to demoralize him because when we kill him, I want him when? to just have like lost everything leading up to it. Like this is more of me just taking him while he's down than anything else. Oh my god. Vindictive. Okay. Then in that case, I will call this defy danger with charisma. Hey, I'm not bad at charisma. I so I rolled a six. You rolled a six. I rolled a six, mm-hmm. and I could spend my last readiness to predict their movements and re-roll a defy danger roll and take the higher roll. And I really want this to work. So 
Oh, excellent. That's much better. That becomes a nine. So I will stumble, hesitate, or flinch. Um, and I'm just going to like slam this down on the table, flinch at the piss that just comes splashing up, and just like, I think for a moment, just marvel at the volume of urine that came from that little, little man. Like, this should not be possible. He's like 40% bladder. I'm pretty sure there's like a pocket dimension to just the urine zone inside of him. I don't know. I mean, with how much he drinks, it's got to go somewhere. Leprechauns <laughs> are basically just angry wineskins. Angry wineskins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one way to put it. Emish would say, we have a very mysterious nature. No matter what, no matter what, that line needs to make it to this episode. Yep. Leprechauns are just angry wineskins. Angry wineskins, yep. Jasper is going to, uh, as he is being presented with this letter and attempted to be demoralized to death... Uh, he's going to do two things. Mm -hmm. He is going to fire his crossbow again at Lorelai. Okay. And he's going to say, all right, I need a little bit of backup from my lawyer. Um, Oh, no, so, no, no. You, you were oh, no. past lawyers. You've been oh, no, 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 no. you've been laundering uh, you your missed... money real bad, and it's uh, it, the sentence has already been given to you. It's in this here letter, and your sentence is death. Oh, no, you misunderstand. My lawyer, uh, contract law, I need assistance. And the cat immediately just starts flailing in your arms and shreds <laughs> you. You're going to take three damage from contract law, the, the uh, magic hat, shredding you. Fair. Uh, and you're going to take another two from uh, the crossbow bolt. It's starting to look a little rough. A little rough. Contract Law is the name of the cat? Yes. That's awesome. So, Contract Law keeps just flailing in your arms and just shredding you. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, my Jasper! Shake him and throw her! I'm not gonna throw the cat at a man who has shake, been shake, on shake, fire. Shake, 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 Just give him his cat back. You absolutely should. And think it's <laughs> It just attacked you! We are not the kind of people who participate in animal cruelty. If we were, there would be way more dead magic cats in this town. <laughs> It's not. It's not a real animal. It's like a monster. It's fine. Yeah, just give him that. Very cat small back. and cute monster. If you don't make a decision quickly, he's going to shoot you again. Well, hold on, hold on. Is there is there opportunity for other people to interact yet? Or Absolutely, is this... yes. Okay, so here's the thing. I need. I have a question. First of all, are there any windows in this room? Yeah. Minus curtains. There are two um, medium sized windows. Yeah. Fantastic. So we know where the box is. There is a window. We are only on the second floor. We have definitely fallen from much higher and more dangerous places. So I have third floor. A plan to uh, tomato tomato. Yeah, sure. Does this place have a fire escape? It's the window. Uh, well, the window it's is the fire escape. So 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 here's what we're going oh, no. to do. <clears throat> My popcorn is just about ready, which is why I am going to cast rising mists. But rather than a blanket of thick fog that prevents anyone from seeing further than a foot in front of them, it is going to fill the room with popcorn as it just explodes in a positively ludicrous amount that just keeps coming out of this Jiffy Pop tin. Then I'm going to yell, grab his jacket, and I am going to throw myself bodily at the nearest window. So let me make my spell roll. Uh, for the rising popcorn. Hell yes. Hell yes. I love Wait, this I, so I much. I need to get this straight. I, are, are you trying to pull a real genius? <laughs> is that what's yeah, going I'm on here? a real genius. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> this is perfect. No notes. Uh, if possible, Yimish would like to spring from the the top of the, the bookshelf uh, towards Jasper in, in an attempt to wrangle the jacket from him as this is happening after talking yeah. mentioned. Hey, get the jacket. I want to give him the help action because Daphne's going to absolutely see Emish go and then run up behind and follow and just do what Emish is doing. I think that's a aid or interfere. Okay. Roll bond. Perfect. Yep. Uh, I got an eight. On a seven to nine, the spell is cast, but choose one. Um, you draw on welcome attention or put yourself in a spot. The spell disturbs the mists. Take negative one ongoing to cast a spell until the next time you trance. Uh, or after it is cast, the spell is forgotten. You cannot cast the spell uh, again until you trance again. I'm going to choose that third one after it is cast, the spell is forgotten because I only brought one thing of Crazy Eddie's popcorn with the <laughs> popping corn with me. You've like, never needed this, more. Sure, sure, this sure. was the moment it was intended for. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to take a plus one on your aid roll. 2d6, like normal? Yep. Uh, nine. Nine. So mixed success. Uh, you expose yourself to danger, retribution, or cost. But uh, 
Benny, you do get a plus one on Amish's roll. So go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll that out real quick, and we'll determine what happens next. Uh, I'm seeing if something applies here. Okay. Uh, no, that doesn't make sense. Be fun, I mean, but- can multiple people do aid or interfere? Or can I do interfere with Jasper by choosing this moment to yeet the cat at his face? Well, I aid. By the specifics of the way the the uh, ability is worded, it's help or hinder someone you have a bond. Oh, you don't have a bond really with Emish yet. No. Oh. Oh, I meant with Jasper. You don't have a bond Jasper. with Jasper. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jasper, yeah. don't we have a bond, a tax bond? Security bonds, tax bonds. <laughs> I do, though. Yeah, you oh, could. Yeah. I could do this. I just take the damn cat and I throw it at Jasper's face. <laughs> I am sick of this. <laughs> why is it every time I'm with you, Rosmo, you throw cats at people? Every because, time. Uh, why is it every time I'm with you, a bookcase drops on your head and you drop your gun in the critical moment? <laughs> yeah, roll interfere. Is that just a D6 plus what? Two, two D6 plus two for you. Wait, Rosmo, Rosmo has a bond with Jasper because they're both assholes? Yep. It should be noted that you are throwing the cat through a thick blanket of popcorn. Uh, <laughs> it is it is an ever-thickening blanket of popcorn. Mm-hmm. That's just going to eat its way towards Jasper. It's a, it's 11. Yay for me. 11? Okay, so that'll be a full success on, on interfering with Jasper. That is the way to get two ones. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Uh, so you can roll your, roll your defy danger roll and you can take plus two, or you can just call it a straight strength roll if you're trying to bodily wrestle the, uh, the jacket off of him. Well, I'm trying to bodily wrestle. <laughs> it's call it a pure strength roll, 2d6 plus your strength modifier, plus two. Okay, so it's a straight strength roll, plus two? Plus your strength modifier. 2d6 plus your strength mod, plus two. Okay. So that's a sixteen. Holy shit! Oh, box cars, and that's a plus four on top of it. Cat to face, image to waste. Done. Here's what happens: the room starts filling up with popcorn. Rosmo runs up and grabs this magic hat out of Lorelai's arms. I will not participate in this. And throws him at uh, at Jasper. As this is happening. Emish, standing on top of the the bookcase, just kind of crouches down and starts to lean forward, and when he's just at right perfect angle, just catapults himself and grabs onto the collar of the jacket and flips himself over and just pulls. And the arms of the jacket come off and are still on this dipshit, (laughs) but you have the body of the jacket at this point. So he's like, he's kind of like attached to my back and I'm just (laughs) running through the popcorn. No, you tore the arm arms off of the jacket. Okay. The arms are still on Jasper. You've got the body of it. What are you guys doing? Put it on with a flourish. I I, I remember Taku saying you were going to go out the window. Yeah, I'm riding a wave of popcorn out the window. I'm going to go for my gun. All right. Swoop that back up. And uh, what's the status of the harpoon? Uh, it is still it's still in the jacket. So honestly, uh, Emish is kind of dragging oh, the gun. I'm gonna scoop up my gun and um, I I'm just gonna start trying to reel the harpoon in so I can yank it out and uh, make my my daring escape. I are you gonna try and go out the window yes, too? Yes, of course. Do I have the health to do that? No, I should not. Can you and Emish both just do a defy danger dexterity roll for Thank me? Thank you. That was what needed to happen. And the strongest member of the party is holding the other end. Anna, what's up? When Emish, uh, after Emish grabs the coat, actually, I've taken, I'm pretty big. I've taken no damage. I'm going to scoop up Emish on my shoulders and I'm going to bowl in a china shop, ram through one of the windows. I love that. Perfect. I guess reclaiming okay. my harpoon. <laughs> I mean, how long is your chain? Probably- oh, I have, a, I have a much cooler idea for what's about to happen. Okay. Just roll roll defy danger plus dex for I'll roll it because I'm the one carrying Emish, yeah? For, for me and Emish? He needs to roll for oh, what's no. going to happen to her, but you can roll for what happens to you and Emish. Well, I rolled an 11. Okay. So that'll that'll play. There are two pendulum ends <laughs> on this chain right now. <laughs> if I can see Lorelai going for this, like, I'm going to make sure to get a hold of the harpoon so that it doesn't tear loose of the coat. Like, you... I, I, you have the same idea that I have, I believe. So go ahead and roll Defy Danger Dexterity for Daphne as well, please, just so I know how you do. <laughs> mm, yes. Ten? Shit, really? Perfect. All right. So you 
run forward. You <laughs> scoop Emish up. You throw him on your shoulders. You put your head down and your horns make contact with the glass and you just shatter the entire window and you leap out, riding this giant wave of flaming popcorn down. Uh, Emish, you manage to secure the harpoon, secure the coat, and you just kind of lean back as Lorelei, following you, kind of jumps up and is just like surfing down this wave of popcorn on her giant bunny feet. Taku, you went out the other window. You land safely over there. Rosmo, what is your plan? Real quick, Emish is laughing maniacally because this of is like the best is. shit ever. So it's just like... <laughs> so he pulled, he pulled the he pulled the boat, whatever was left of this poor man's cheap jacket and he, and he took the box with him. So he's already, that's already secured? Yes. We got what we wanted? Yes. Well, I've never defenestrated myself before, and I run out the window. You land safely <laughs> on the street on a pile of concealing popcorn. That was kind of fun. I've always thrown other people out of the window. I've never done it myself. What a treat. You've never? No. I always do the throwing. <laughs> I've never thrown myself. This is a new experience. It's kind of fun. We do that again? Oh, it's on fire. We probably should not do that again. I've never seen Rosmo look like he's experiencing joy. <laughs> It's, it's a new experience. His face kind of makes a cracking oh. noise as he laughs and smiles for the first time in 30 years. Lorelai is horrified. <laughs> Turns out Rosmo just needed to go to an amusement park. I tend to that think of it. myself as a supporting character, but I think it's really important to note that at this moment in time, Taku's genius plans have a 100% success rate. <laughs> He's actually yeah, the, the MVP. popcorn. <laughs> It's actually the only reason we get anything done. Remember, who got us into the back as well, right? No. Yeah, no. You're, that you're is, batting. That is you're, true. You're batting really well right now. Umish eats a piece, like a handful of popcorn, and and just crunches it really loudly. And like through the crunching, just says, "Taku, you're you're so fucking magical. It even tastes good." Just remember, any moist yellow pieces. This was not buttered popcorn. That's urine from the desk. <laughs> How is there that much urine? He's such a little guy. I don't. I don't understand. Are He's they got all like three this? bladders in there? Emish is sitting there looking at a yellowed piece. Like this is really tasty popcorn, but that's probably urine. This is a real Emish's choice. Still <laughs> <laughs> mostly butter anyway. My arteries are super clogged. You guys are able to make your escape as the concealing popcorn uh, hides your uh, your getaway. You guys are four or five blocks from the Astral Plaza by the time you uh, you stop laughing about what you just pulled off. And that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. <laughs> that was dumb as hell. I loved it. <laughs> so stupid. One, one little aside before before we end. Emish uh, is going to look around at the gang, like pull out the box and just be like, so uh, we're going to look inside or not? Obviously. Yeah, I need to know right now. Open yeah, it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Do it. Oh, We're no, not it's... the kind of irresponsible adventurers who would just hand an unopened no. box over to an <laughs> Man, employer. Absolutely not. <laughs> open. I just wanted a job. If that box is empty, I riot. Do we want to open the box? Is that what we're doing before yes, we before yes. we conclude? Let's, wait, 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 wait. Let's open the next episode with opening uh, the box because uh, that sounds like yes, a really good thing. Okay, sounds good. That is where we will end tonight's episode. Then. All right, you can find us on you can find us on Instagram and on Tumblr at High End Low Wiz Pod, uh, and you can find us on Reddit at slash r slash High End Low Wiz Pod. Feel free to shoot us an email at High End Low Wiz Pod at gmail dot com. Please give us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Give us as many stars as you feel we deserve, or a lot more. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Uh, does anyone have any just really terrible jokes that they want to share? I got nothing. I got. I have nothing prepared, but I reserve the right to prepare something later should something occur. Okay, that's Dean's soundbite. Lock it. <laughs> Protons have mass? I didn't even know they were Catholic.
My favorite bad joke is two muffins are sitting in an oven, and one of them turns to the other one and says, hey, is it getting hot in here, or is it just me? And the second muffin says, holy shit, a talking muffin. Oh, wait. I just remembered a favorite bad joke. Is it too late? You, you had your opportunity. <laughs> it's too late. No, it's off the table now. Why don't skeletons go to church? Why? Because they don't have any organs. <laughs>